baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's Chris and Amy on KMOX. It is November 21st, 2023. Tomorrow will be the 60th anniversary of the assassination of President John F. Kennedy. And to discuss what was going on in the immediate aftermath of that and how media changed as well, uh, we go to the Quiver River Electric guest line. Bill Mercer was a reporter for KRLD Television in Dallas. He was a sports broadcaster for a long time, um, author of a book called Play by Play, Tales from a Sports Broadcaster Insider. And we are talking now with Bill Mercer this morning. Bill, thank you for being with us on KMOX. How are you? Well, that's great, Chris. I'm fine. Thank you. Yeah, we. So I've I've always been fascinated by what happened that day, and you were in the Dallas police station broadcasting live while while Lee Harvey Oswald was arrested. He was inside the police station. I've seen plenty of footage of it. What was it like being in that building at that time? Because from from the footage I've seen, it was just absolute madness. <laughs> yeah, it, it got to be pretty maddening in there with. Several, it looked like several hundred outside reporters coming in from all over the country. And uh, I had uh, been on the new news at the time Kennedy was shot. And then in the evening, uh, they, I went over to the police station on the third floor. And that was when we had uh, the first news live report on KRLD-TV. We put a camera in the third floor. And uh, I... Uh, walked around interviewing everybody I could find about anything and uh, saw Harvey, uh, Lee Harvey Oswald come in and Mrs. Oswald and his mother and uh, a lot of other people. So it was uh, it was a long evening. It was uh, uh, certainly one of the most interesting things I'd ever done. And it ended with that uh, famed uh, press conference. <clears throat> in that moment... How much were you certain of regarding the condition, the death of the president, uh, who had shot him? Was it more certainty than we would expect or more chaos? Uh, let's see. Uh, at that time, uh, I, uh, I would say we were pretty well sure that Oswald in that evening uh, was the one who shot the president. Uh, we had uh, That was not... Factual, and I couldn't. Uh, I just always said, "Here's a man char. Here's a man they think is the one who shot uh, Oswald uh, Kennedy." Uh, but he had shot Tippett, the officer, earlier in the afternoon, and then they captured him, uh, Jerry Hill and Arch McDonald, uh, two policemen, two friends of ours, captured him at the Texas Theater. They brought him in, and uh, my first reaction was. This is a sorry-looking guy. <laughs> he he didn't look like a killer, but uh, and he was kind of mousy-looking and kept kind of whining that they 
police had hit him. But uh, we didn't know for sure for a long time that he was the one who did it. You mentioned it just a few moments ago, Bill Mercer. There was this moment in the press conference. I want to play it just uh, real quick here. Did you kill the president? No, I've not been charged with that. In fact, nobody has said that to me yet. The first thing I heard about it was when the newspaper reporters in the hall uh, asked me that question. You have been. Nobody said what? Sir? You have been. Nobody said what? So, So in that moment, what happens is something that's really astonishing, and you would not even think that would occur today. They bring him into a room for a press conference. And the expectation is there weren't going to be questions. One reporter says something about being charged with murder. And then you follow up and say to him, you have been charged with murder. That was the first time he heard that, right? Yeah, because uh, when I came down to that room, I was a little late. And one of the detectives came out of their room, detective charged with and say, hey, Bill, we're charging uh, Oswald with the murder of the president. And if you can use it sometime, fine. Uh, if you could use it sometime, fine. I said, okay, and then went on down and uh, got my microphone and moved in very close to the uh, stage there where uh, Oswald was. And you heard that first reporter asking if he'd been charged with murder or anything. He said no. And that's what I asked him. Even with the crash of that can or whatever it was, I said, yes, you have been charged with the murder of the president. And he looked at me like, huh? And I said, you have been charged with the murder of the president. And it also looked like uh, kind of a wind went out of him. Yeah, that's what it like. Uh, he was surprised right. by that. That's why I can't get past that, that he just he well, was shocked. Well, nobody. I was the only it turned out. But the detective telling me that he had been charged, and I was down there. I happened to be the only guy in the basement who knew he had been charged. So, so I was the first one to tell Oswald that he had been charged, which was a, you know, one of those circumstances. How did you know that he had been charged? How were you the only one who knew? Well, as I said, I was coming down from my office, and. Uh, one of the detectives came out of the detective's charge room and told me, we're charging Bill, we're charging Oswald with the murder of the president. And I said, really? And he said, yeah. And he said, if you want to use it sometime, it's okay. So I had, a, I had the information, and I had the right to use the story from my source. And that's how I knew that he had been charged. Well, and you were right there on the ground. You and your team, you were the ones providing all the news and the footage to Walter Cronkite and CBS News, right? Well, yeah, we didn't have much of a team. I was the only one over there uh, in the police station. But we did have, for the first time ever, live reporting from the the police station to our station. We just got a new videotape machine, and then we sent it on to CBS News in New York. Bill Mercer, former reporter for KRLD Television in Dallas, who was in the police station when Lee Harvey Oswald was brought in. Were you there when Jack Ruby was being walked in through the garage? and was All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? 
Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's ultimately shot. Uh, no, no, okay. I, uh, that was, I, I did not, Bob Huffaker, uh, one of the authors of our book, When the News Went Live, and uh, uh, George Phoenix, the photographer, had taken my duty over to a police station. Uh, that was an interesting coincidence. Jack Ruby loved the Kennedys, and he had talked to Wes Wise uh, the day before about how it was terrible that the Kennedy children had to suffer this and so on. Then the next day, the day they were going to move uh, Oswald, he uh, went to the Western Union office down the street to send some money to one of his uh, employees. He came up the street and found that the uh, back door to the police station was open, was unlocked. He went in and he stood between Bob and uh, our uh, photographer. Ruby had a permit to carry a gun and loved to uh, associate with the police. So nobody really paid much attention to it. And then when uh, Oswald walked out the uh, uh, runway to get to the car to be transferred, Ruby stepped out and shot and killed him. Just that that is, I, I can't. I mean, nowadays, nothing like that would ever happen. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't think somebody would be allowed in, um, even if they were familiar with the police department. The well, he he really sneaked in. Yeah, because they were they were stopping police. The one cop was out there stopping traffic, and Oswald. I mean, Ruby knew the police station so well that he just stepped through that in door that nobody was covering. One thing I am absolutely fascinated by, uh, Bill, as it pertains to that day and the, the immediate few days after, after the assassination occurred, is that's really the first time that, a, that news stations went 24-hour live coverage on an event. Mm-hmm. And, and you were part of that as well. Your station w- was, was covering it live as it happened. Um, right. Did... did did you realize that you were in the moment when that was all going on, that you were part of what would eventually lead to the way the news cycle is now, where it's 24 <laughs> hours all the time? No, we just realized that we had something new because, you know, before that, it had been film cameras and uh, and talking on telephones to uh, get any information. And so they, they put the camera up there and they said, we're, we're going to shoot this live. And I said, OK, fine. And, uh, but I just forgot about it. I had work to do and I went over and interviewed everybody I could. And then we went to the basement and that was the most important part of that telling for me was I had the fact to tell, uh, Oswald that he had been charged with murder. Uh, it was, uh, of course, all over the country. And I heard for relatives from everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Did, how did that day affect you because like you said you had work today to do you were just doing your job but afterwards when you went home did you decompress at all yeah it was kind of like uh uh 
Oswald was you let the air out of the balloon and you sit there and stare at the wall for a while, realizing what's happened, that you've been reporting it. It, it really it really affects us, but we couldn't show any emotion when we were reporting. Uh, the Several of us who were out there, friends of mine, and all the reporters, you just did your job. Uh, Bob Huffaker was interviewing one of the uh, congressmen and who broke into tears, and Bob, uh, he had to hold it. You know, he couldn't say anything. Uh, he couldn't show any tears. So it was a it was a real stretch for something we'd never been involved in before. Last week, Bill, we talked to Clint Hill, who was the Secret Service agent for Jacqueline Kennedy, uh, was there in the motorcade when it all went down, and he did not really, does not really think much of the conspiracy stuff. And there's been, oh, I don't either. Yeah, that's no. why that was my question to you. Now this conspiracy stuff. There's a new one out now about somebody shouting from the front. If you see the film, and it blew the back of his head off, how can it had nothing to do with a bullet in the front anyway? And there was nobody over there to shoot it. So that's silly. I've heard another one recently that they don't know where Jack Kennedy's brain is. Somebody stole his brain. That's a bunch of, you know, it's just, it gets to be so darn stupid. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, that's the sentiment from a lot of mm-hmm. people who were there, who were either covering it or were part of the event in some way. Yeah. Um, it, uh, Bill, I, I appreciate, we appreciate your time. I am absolutely fascinated by your career. You mm-hmm. did this. You were there for this monumental event. And then you go on to cover sports for <laughs> For years, broadcasting for the Cowboys and the White Sox and wrestling, just a just a fascinating career of yours. Well, thank you. It, and I just happened to be there and doing these things at the right time, I guess. And now they've got a movie out about the wrestling, and they got that great uh, uh, um, uh, uh, program from uh, uh, BBC or. Uh, National Geographic on the three-hour Kennedy assassination. So, yeah, it's uh, look back at it. Said, my goodness, (laughs) I know, right? That's a that's a. Oh my goodness, I was there. Yeah, you You were were everywhere. The ice bowl. You were broadcasting the The ice bowl. Oh, the ice bowl. That was my. (laughs) That's my greatest football game to survive. (laughs) That's That's incredible. Fantastic. with our friend Jay Randolph, who came to St. Louis. Oh yes, Jay, dear old Jay. Uh, we worked together a while, and uh, uh, I did the White Sox a little bit. Yep. I understand you were with the White Sox, Chris, for a I, while. I, I, I was for about ten years doing some some radio stuff with them. So, oh good, yeah, it was the, yeah. I got uh, I got uh, they took me away from the Rangers uh, because they offered me Harry Carey's job in two years. Wow. <laughs> they said, you come up here and you'll take Harry's place. So I spent two years there, and I got a new contract, as they said. And then the ball club went bankrupt. Well, and... <laughs> some they still kind of act like they're bankrupt, Bill. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, nothing's changed. Uh, Bill Mercer, it was really awesome to talk to you. Thank you so much for visiting with us today. Hey, it's a pleasure talking to somebody from KMOX, <laughs> one of my favorite radio stations. Oh, awesome. Thank Th- you thank so you, Bill. much.
Happy Thanksgiving. Bye-bye. Thank you. Uh, that is Bill Mercer, former reporter for KRLD Television in Dallas. He was there for what was a wow. just a, a monumental American event and also a fascinating sports career. Wow. So, uh, Chris and Amy, we've got more coming up with you here on KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 